you, everybody? It is the morning after with Nick Big J. Welcome to May Day, Big J. The first day of May 2020. May Day, May Day. How doth it feel to be in a brand new month? I, I didn't even think about it until you just said that, so uh, I'm amazed. Amazement. How does it feel to be in a newly, slowly but surely reopened Idaho? Big I have I've, no, nothing in my life is changing. No, no, me either. So I won't be going, you know, hanging out of places and probably sticking myself for a while. Uh, I understand, and that is a smart recommendation from Radio's Big J. But there are a lot of places that are opening up today that haven't been open in a while. Such as? I mean, I don't even really know what, what is opening up. I've kind of buried my head well, in Well, it kind of depends on the situation. But I know, uh, I only know from what I have seen for sure. I'll go over the list of things here in important stuff. But uh, I know that a couple of friends of ours are returning to work for the first time in like a month and a half, almost two months. Uh, I know Cameron down the street's opening up. Oh, okay. Uh, for the first time in forever. And so there are some retail locations. there. I know that Vets for Success, the thrift store, is also opening up today. That's down on Fairview that we've done some things with as well that I follow on Facebook that have been closed down since uh, early March. So there's a lot of places that are opening. My suggestion would be that if you really need to go out and about and do some stuff, that you check on the personal Facebook page or websites of the businesses right. that you want to go to. Yeah. Just to confirm that it's there, because these things are going to open up slowly but surely. Nothing's just going to, we're right back to normal kind of thing. Like some sort of Thanos snap. Or unsnap, if you will. It will be uh, slowly but surely, and Big J's right. You know, there's going to be a lot of restrictions and stuff. I mean, they're still recommending masks in public. They're still recommending social distancing. They're still recommending a limit of people in a particular place at one time. So, you know, it's not like everything's going to jump back into normalcy. It's just not the way it's going to work. I think the mask in public is probably a good compromise where, you know, at the beginning, they're like, oh, it's not going to do any good. But I'm like, how could it not do any good? Well, it depends you on know? what mask you're wearing. Well, sure. And, and, and uh, you know, we're talking about, you know, general contact amongst each other, not people who are coughing and hacking all over the place and, you know, spewing out germs. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, I mean, how can it not be a benefit to be wearing a mask while we get through this? Yeah, that's going to go on for a while, I feel like. And so is the, like, if you're sick, stay the hell at home kind of a thing. It doesn't matter what kind of sick you are. If you're not feeling good, yeah. you really, I mean, we've always said that, yeah, you should stay at home, you shouldn't, but but we, you and me both have both broken those rules in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's not like, like if I have the hint of like my, of my throat is sore, I'm not coming into work. Right, exactly. And that's probably the operating procedure we should be under for, you know, I may be, maybe the rest of uh, time. The rest of your life. I uh, I agree. It's the time. I agree. I agree. Those are heady words, my friend. We'll get into uh, the reopening procedure here this morning. Uh, Big J will have a life lesson for you heading into the weekend. We'll have surprises to give away. We're looking to retire somebody on cage match, maybe all coming up this morning here on the morning after. But we got to play some music for you too. Foo Fighters time. It's my hero. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, what are we doing with our time as more people have been working with from home these last couple of weeks? I have no idea. We're spending it on the internet, my friend. Hell yeah. People are using social media way more than ever during this particular pandemic. During an earnings call on Wednesday, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg revealed that for the first time ever, more than 3 billion people have been on 
Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, or Messenger each month. That number includes 2.6 billion people using Facebook alone and more than 2.3 billion people using at least one of its services each day. Also, location in locations hit its hard by, hardest by the uh, coronavirus, Facebook saw an increase in messaging volume by 50%. Meanwhile, voice and video calling is more than doubled across both Messenger and WhatsApp. It remains to be seen how many people will actually continue using these services once lockdown is over, but everybody's screaming that they're tired of Facebook and they're staying away from social media are probably just lying to you because they're on it every day still. Every damn day. And interacting and using it and using several different functions on it. So it's a cool talking point to say that you're not on Facebook, but you probably are. And uh, that's just the one that is used the most. And it's not even close, Big J. Second place isn't even close for social media people. I mean, Twitter's like a distant fourth at this point. Now, how many of those people complain about uh, Facebook's policies? Oh, 100%. <laughs> that cracks me up every time. <laughs> every damn time. And I'm like, listen, I, you know what? This week, is, uh, the last couple weeks, I've been pretty bored. So I've been calling people out on that stuff who are on my friends list. And I'm like, listen, man, Facebook is, is an option. You don't have to use it. What are you complaining for that they took down your posts? Also, the only reason they take down posts is when one of your other friends complained about it, by the way. They don't just willy-nilly yeah. do that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't me. I'm not a snitch. Just Somebody know. has to complain about whatever you're posting before anybody steps in and does anything. Otherwise, it's just whatever you want to do. And by the way, social media platforms aren't part of your First Amendment. Like, it's not. You're, they're not violating your First Amendment if they won't post something of yours on their platform. Correct. And let's be honest, no. there probably is a reason it shouldn't be there anyway. <laughs> it's probably... I would say nine, nine times out of ten, yeah. Misinformation. NASCAR said Thursday that it will resume the season on May 17th with an Elite Cup Series race at Darlington in South Carolina. This will be the first of seven races over 11 days in the top three series with no fans in any of them. Safety guidelines will including the drivers having to self-isolate in their motorhomes as they prepare to compete. NASCAR suspended the season on March 13th with only four of the 36 races completed, so things are going to get back to normal for NASCAR here soon. And it was announced yesterday that for the first time in the history of ever, the Little League World Series, which is held each August in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, is being canceled this year because of the coronavirus pandemic. Championship tournaments and six other Little League divisions have also been called off. The Little League World Series has never before been canceled since this started in 1947, so there's that. No Little League World Series this year. Big J, uh, while many would trade places with comedian Jerry Seinfeld, the comedian explains that everybody's lives suck. In a trailer for his upcoming Netflix special, Jerry Seinfeld, 23 Hours to Kill, he says, hey, my life sucks too, but perhaps not quite as much. Do you believe him, Big J? Do you think Jerry Seinfeld's life sucks? I mean, it probably is, is what you want to make of it. So if he feels it sucks, then it probably does. It's all in how you look at things. Is that what sure, you're saying? Sure. 23 Hours to Kill will be available to stream May 5th. Will you watch the Jerry Seinfeld stand-up special, Big J? I- I'll try. Have you watched the other two that are on Netflix? No. Then you will not. Why are you lying? But maybe to I'll you? try to do that. I said I'll try. Well, I would think that if you were actually... I was going to try to watch Park- Parks and Recs last night. That didn't work out. What happened? What'd you do instead? I was watching the uh, commentary uh, of uh, Extraction from the director and Chris Hemsworth and uh, Joe Russo. Was that a live stream thing? Yeah. How yeah. late did that go? 
um, probably till 8.30. It was after Parks and Rec, but I completely forgot about it and didn't DVR it. And uh, I just got all wrapped up in, in the movie. Well, it'll be streaming. That's true. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Big J's Life Lesson on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and I think we've had enough Rona talk here. Uh, so uh, for this life lesson, let's t- stick to household safety, Nick. And uh, there was a story that popped up here recently that uh, kind of came out of nowhere that about six months ago or so, uh, one Britney Spears burned down her gym, her home gym. Uh, and the and the reason that that uh, place burned to the ground was because of candles, Nick. Candles dangerous and uh yeah and so you know what had a near mishap at my home with candles what many 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 years ago and uh it nearly started a fire uh you know because uh for a while there the 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 kids and uh we we like candles in the house i mean it's a beautiful scent no we do too yeah uh the the only thing and the only one of the things that you need to be careful about with candles is two things uh one uh pyromaniac kids and animals, pets. Pets can really uh, cause uh, a problem with with candles, and and, and uh, that's one of the dangerous situations. And so that's what happened: is uh, a cat knocked over a candle, and boy, that could have been uh, a really bad thing. And, and luckily, uh, we caught that right away. But uh, that did not happen with Britney Spears, and the place burned to the ground. She never really gave any explanation as yeah, to why. Or, Just said it was a candle, or how many candles. Like I'm picturing her kind of, uh, and you, you, if you've ever followed her on Instagram or anything, I mean, she's. I could picture like a hundred candles sitting around her doing some seance exercise workout. Well, yeah, plus she's probably chain smoking while she's working out, so it, it, it probably alleviates some of the. Smell. Yeah, sure, exactly. Uh, but uh, there is a National Candle Association, Nick. <laughs> and they have some simple safety tips here for your candle use. Uh, number one is don't walk away. So don't leave a candle un, uh, unattended. I mean, in, in one room, you walk into another room. The candle in our particular household was in a, one of the kids' room. Okay. Uh, and it was after this, we banned candles from the house. Like, no candles. And it, we haven't really had a candle in the house since then. So it's been it's been a good thing, I guess. Number two, secure the area. Uh, candles can, you know, light things on fire. So uh, drapes, all those kind of things. Make sure it's out in the open and, and not being uh, away f- uh, from something. Uh, ne- number three is keep from kids and pets, Nick. Mm-hmm. One rule we should have probably really focused on. Uh, number four, avoid drafts and vents. So... Don't put it underneath a vent or near a fan because, you know, that's going to blow a flame right into something. And five, don't touch or move. Uh, at, at some point, you know, you have to touch it and move it, but uh, be reasonable. Keep candles at least three inches apart. There you go. So those are some important tips because that is one of those simple ways in which uh, you can light your house on fire. And uh, that would be bad. Very bad. Fire bad, as Frankenstein once said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're trying to get the candle wax for other uh, things, uh, well, there might be other ways to do that. You're taking us into the sex area now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Are there other ways to do that? No. <laughs> okay. No, there aren't. I just want to make sure. I can't you got to use real. Uh, if, you, if you find some other way, it's not real, and it's not going to have the effect you want. It's got to be real candle wax right in your body. What effect do you want? I don't want to go into it. I think you're already there. Okay. Well, basically, you want it to, to kind of burn you, but also uh, be safe. That's what Candle Wax does for the sadomasochists out there. They know what's up. Yep. Yep. And I bet you that that's a big part of the Candle Association of America. For sure.
Yeah, that must be a secret page I'm not seeing here on this. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your life lesson, both for candles and the bedroom, courtesy of Big J. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. As of midnight, early, early this morning, Idaho statewide stay-at-home order ran out, Big J. And Idaho Governor Brad Little announced at yesterday's press conference around 11 o'clock in the morning that it will not be extended. The governor has said that Idaho extended exceeded our hurdles to move into the final stage of reopening, which would see some restrictions lifted and a whole bunch more businesses allowed to open up their doors again. But Little did uh, say that, listen, if there's a spike in cases, anything goes up over the next couple of days or weeks, that could freeze Idaho's stage one reopening process and not let us go any further until things are figured out. So what happens now? Under the stage one order, most retail-type businesses will be allowed to reopen as long as they follow sanitation and social distancing rules. Those sanitation guidelines can be found at the Idaho website. Daycares, churches, youth activities will also be allowed to open. It is recommended that vulnerable Idahoans and those with health conditions that could make them more susceptible are encouraged to still stay at home. And if you are able to work at home, you are encouraged to still do that. Everybody in the state is asked to avoid any kind of gatherings. The city of Boise has increased their no-gathering rule for the next 30 days as well. And they're supposed to minimize any non-essential travel. Plus, people coming into Idaho from other states and those that travel out of the state, unless it's required for work, will still have the 14-day quarantine under this stage. So what stays closed, Big J? Gyms, salons, bars, dining areas of restaurants, still closed. Although takeout, drive through delivery are still allowed during this particular time. Does that clear up the questions you may have had? Yeah, I'm going to guess movie theaters as well. Still closed. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's what's going on. That's what's happening for stage one. And now we just kind of sit back, see how this works. You're encouraged to stay at home if still you can, especially if you're sick. Don't go out and running around. And we'll get some numbers here in the next week or two about how this is working, and then guys will kind of go from there. But it's a slow but sure process, Big J. And hopefully you feel okay about it. Cincinnati Bengals released quarterback Andy Dalton yesterday. He is looking for a gig. He cleared the way for Joe Burrow to be the starting quarterback in Cincinnati. Hell or high water time for Mr. Joe Burrow. Nine years with the, uh, the Bengals, Big J. Andy Dalton has a history with this very radio show as well. As he is a gentleman that we spoke to when we broadcast live from the Fiesta Bowl all those years ago. Yeah. He had one year and $17 million left on his deal. Big J, where do you think he ends up? Jacksonville. With uh, Mr. Jay Gruden? Yep. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. Plus, I mean, what do you got there quarterback-wise? You know, Gardner Minshew. Yeah. That's about it. Right, right. That's who they uh, That's who they wanted to go with. They let go of Nick Foles for it all. So we'll see if he goes there or where he goes. Either way, it should be a pretty cheap backup if you want. Big J already asked about it, but filmgoers apparently want to go back to movie theaters, according to The Hollywood Reporter. More than half of those polled said they'd hit up the movies as long as theaters stagger seating and sanitize high-traffic areas. Americans between the ages of 18 and 29 appear to be most inclined to return to the cinema across all categories, according to the poll. But Americans want to return. The question becomes, what the hell's going to be playing once the movie theaters open Right, yeah, exactly. Because no movies are scheduled for this year anymore until much, much later. And I'll tell you what, like, you know, uh, 
in a joking way, uh, the 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 fat guy in me is like, man, things are really working out here after Corona because uh, you just stay your distance in a movie, which means like nobody's sitting next to me. Uh-huh. Same thing on a plane, Nick. As they've taken away the middle seat for most planes. So now you want to travel and go to the movies a bunch, huh? Comfortability. Well, we'll see how long that lasts. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Probably 10 minutes. There's your important stuff. We're going to go to hell in a couple seconds. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Big J, we are going to Sweden for today's We're Going to Hell story. Sweden? That's right. Home of Avatar. And last night, you may not know this because you are not Swedish, Big J. <laughs> but the final night of April is called Walpurgis Night. Walpurgis Night? It is a holiday in Sweden. And it's a fairly popular drinking holiday. Uh, it, it's got its roots in ancient pagan tradition. I would say if you had to compare it to something, compare it to like a uh, pagan St. Patrick's Day. You understand? Pagan. So it basically, currently, I'm sure there's some sort of history behind it, but what really happens in the modern day and age is people just use it as a real big excuse to go out and get hammered. Right. Much like we do with St. Patrick's Day these days. Sure. Uh, Is there a reason for St. Patrick's Day? Sure. Could 90% of the people tell you what that is? No. They just know, wear green, get hammered. And so Walpurgis Night has kind of turned into that in Sweden. It's a pretty big deal, a very popular night for bars across the country. But, of course, guess what they have going on, Big J? What do they have going on? COVID-19. Oh, no. And so uh, it's operating. I thought it was okay in Sweden. Shut down. I thought things were, you know, they were doing whatever they wanted. Uh, No, no. It's uh, pretty much like every country in the world, Big J. There's a lockdown going on. And, uh, and so what they wanted to do was they wanted to deter people from gathering together and getting hammered on Thursday night. Now, there is a park in a particular city, the city of Lund, Sweden, uh, annually draws a crowd numbering in the tens of thousands to celebrate this particular night in this park. It's a gigantic park. It's a huge place where people go to drink it up and have a good time. The city was like, hey, listen, that's not smart to have it together. They put out, they've been putting out notices, but they had already seen some things on social media about people wanting to gather at the park anyway. And they're like, listen, this could be really, really bad. We don't want to do that. So they had to go to drastic measures in order to make sure that people would not gather in this park for, well, Pergus night last night. And good news, Big J, it worked. What do they do to prevent travelers from gathering to celebrate the holiday last night? Well, according to Gustav Lindbald, the chairman for Lund's Council of Environmental Committee, they decided to dump more than a ton of chicken poop in the park to Jeez. make sure people didn't celebrate and gather there on the popular holiday. According to the Environmental Committee, the chicken poop served a couple of purposes. Number one, they had an opportunity to fertilize the lawn. And uh, number two, it also stunk the park up pretty damn good and made sure that nobody hung out at the park to sit there and drink beer. He did concede that the effort may have some unintentional side effects for nearby residents. Quote, I'm not a fertilizer expert, but I understand it is clear there might be a bit of a smell outside the park. These are chicken droppings, after all. So I cannot guarantee the rest of the city will be orderless, but the point is to keep people out of the city park. And it worked, Big J. The chicken poop that was Courageous. dumped on the park 
courageous choices being made there. Stopped with the hundreds of people that were planning on gathering and nobody ended up showing up. And yes, the city of Lund, specifically the downtown area, did smell of crap for the evening and it will for, I guess, the next day or two as it all makes its way through. The grass there in that park is going to be amazing. And that's what he said as well. It acts as a really good fertilizer. So sometimes plan works, sometimes plan doesn't work. But in this particular case, I guess it did. We'll see how the grass looks, and I guess people are putting up with the smell of crap in their park to keep people out and keep people safe. Drastic times call for drastic measures, Big J. And sometimes it calls for chicken poop in mass, mass quantities. Morning after with Nick and Big J, there's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. Marilyn Manson, the beautiful people here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is 100.3, the X Rocks. And it's amazing how people's minds change when things are uh, hitting them in the face on a repeated basis, Big J. Yeah. Uh, we've been beating on this drum for a while, but for the first time in a very long time, a vast majority of people finally agree with us, Big J. And it's because of what's happened during the COVID-19 global pandemic. Uh, learning's gone virtual. I don't think I have to tell you that, that with all the schools closed, and for a while there, it was kind of like a, an additional summer vacation. But then it turned into, okay, we need to get these kids some either homeschooling stuff or they need to be able to learn virtually. And so basically what's happened is it's transformed parents of young children into part-time teachers practically overnight. You understand? Tough gig, man. Yeah. And so now a new study of about 20,000 parents of school-aged children and about 77% of them admitted that this new assignment is more challenging than their full-time job. Teaching their kids how to do some stuff is not as easy as they may have thought it was. And the same 77% of parents agreed that teachers should definitely be paid more for all that they do. I mean, you, you needed to have this happen for to realize that, though? Apparently, because before the, uh, the, the uh, cold quarantine thing happened... This percentage was at about 47% of people. So that number has upticked 30% since the last time it happened. Four and five even said they have a newfound respect for educators after getting their own child, after guiding their own child's distance learning during quarantine. Come on their shoe before. (laughs) About half of those adults polled are also working from home through the pandemic, which means it's another responsibility on top of things. And that's escalated the chaos in their lives and the family chaos as well. Seven to ten parents who are continuing to work from home revealed that keeping their kiddos occupied in the house is hindering their performance at work, while three out of four feel that balancing their career and new teaching duties is, quote, overwhelmed. And so you can understand why those feelings are there, but it's strange that, I guess it's not that strange. I mean, finally, when you're faced with the reality of what people have to do every day, sometimes that's a new perspective on things. And so you're you're willing to change your mind. I guess I was just so surprised at how many people didn't think teachers were working their tails off every single day. Do you know what right, I mean? Right. Especially those in the the you know when they're in high school and there's some development stuff, they're working just as hard as the elementary school teachers. But on top of that, it's like you know babysitting as well as educating as well as nurturing as well as all those things that need to be done to children those particular ages, and that is why. Uh, we have always had a huge respect for teachers that do what they do uh, every single day uh, on this particular show. Uh, because, you know, I think uh, you also have a different perspective of things depending on what you do. Do you know what I mean? Right. I mean, I don't think I'd do what I do if I didn't have a teacher that 
really helped me out in my early years and my formative years and realized, you know what, having a personality is important and being able to, you know, communicate with people is very important and it helped guide me into this particular career that I'm in. And so I've always had an affinity towards teachers, especially uh, those that work their tails off and do a really good job. There are good ones, there are bad ones, just like everything, but those that, that do really good work uh, definitely are a huge part of the society, and they are appreciated for sure. And it's nice to see people come around, I guess, Big J, at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Did you have a teacher that stood out to you that really helped you out in your particular early-going career anyway? Um... I mean, as it pertains to my career, no, not really. I mean, some aspirations. Uh, our uh, our principal, Mr. DeVries, he was he was uh, I think inspirational for a lot of different reasons. There's a bunch of teachers um, that uh, we had that I thought uh, were incredible and you know really made you want to do the best you could do. Right. You remember so, the names? That's what I'm saying. And, We're in our 40s. And, and God bless you, Mrs. Falconer, there you uh, go. Our, our math teacher. Uh, I, I, oh, I apologize a million times, but you did your best. Your fa- it wasn't your failing, okay? There's nothing you could have done anymore to help me. It's just the way it was. Some people just can't do math. You know she's sitting in a rocking chair somewhere right now just going, Big J. We, I, we had a conversation a few years ago. Uh, I think it was online, and just uh, I, she had heard maybe I think me talking about this very thing, and, and uh, how hard I tried in algebra and just couldn't get it. And, and I would study for hours, and it just wouldn't click. It couldn't. wasn't a lack of me being a slacker or her not doing her job. It was just one of those things that happens. You couldn't solve for X, and now you work for the X. <laughs> a very weird situation. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Seems, Big J, after crunching the numbers, a lot of people are stuck alone during the lockdown, my friend. Ooh. That according to condom maker Durex, Big J. Reports that sales have dropped because of social distancing orders in place, which are stopping people from having intimate occasions, dude. Lashiki Minarasim is the chief executive officer of the brand that owns Durex and says that people are having sex significantly less before the lockdown was introduced. While in Italy, the number of people having sex has gone down a lot. Meanwhile, uh, condom sales in China have been rising now that the lockdowns are being lifted. And they say that the increased anxiety means that established couples are even having less uh, sex than before the pandemic began. So we thought, here we are, we're going to have a bunch of quarantine babies. Turns out, Big J people are getting it on less, according to the they're by themselves? condom makers. Who knows? Could be anxiety. Could be, yeah, well, there's certainly less hookups going on, Big J. You right. Oh, yeah. And so maybe that's why condom sales are down. And just because condom sales are down doesn't mean people are hooking up less. Especially the couples that are home, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess the uh, rise in STDs will give us a good idea of what happened during corona. Right, you mean the rise or lowering? Right. The levels? NASCAR said Thursday that it'll resume its season on May 17th with an Elite Cup Series race at Darlington Raceway in South Carolina. That will be the first time, uh, first of seven races over 11 days in the top three series with no fans in any of them. Safety guidelines will include drivers will have to self-isolate in their motorhomes as they get ready to compete. NASCAR suspended the season on March 13th with only four races complete of the 36-race season. So now they're picking things back up on the 17th. Bengals released Andy Dalton yesterday, clearing the way for Joe Burrow to be the starting quarterback of the franchise. The team picked him first, of course, in the NFL draft last weekend. Dalton, who was on the Bengals for nine years, had one year left on his deal, but now he's free to figure out where else to go and where he wants the next stage of his career to be. 
I hope you're ready, Big J, because Red Bob, the organization behind the Star Wars celebration, is hosting an online revelry. May the fourth be with you. It is a virtual Star Wars convention. Multiple virtual events, including live tweeting movies, episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, Q&A sessions with creators and cast members, discussions with writers and voice actors associated with the franchise are set. And so you can enjoy some Star Wars online on May the 4th. A similar setup is being planned for Revenge of the 5th, Big J, of course, which is a follow-up celebration the day after May the 4th. So there's a lot Jeez. of virtual Star Wars stuff happening. Any interest, Big J? I don't know. We'll see. Or will you be too immersed in the Mandalorian documentary to worry about I this? don't know. I am looking forward to watching that. I, you don't strike me as much of a Clone Wars and Rebels fan. So the stuff that goes on with this stuff I'm, probably Here's won't. the thing. There's so many of them that I get started. And I'm like, man, I would never finish. And it just there's nobody to watch it with me. Nobody wants to watch the Clone Wars or Rebels Maybe, Well, I don't know. No, not really. Uh, unless uh, Declan from Orange County wants to come and, and hang out. The cousin. He loves those shows. Um, but they like The Mandalorian, right? Yeah. They like Baby Yoda is what it boils down to. Baby right? Yoda. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I, I think to the rest of the family, except for my uh, oldest, she she really loved the Mandalorian. They don't get the I think the the overall kind of you know Western side of it that I grew up loving. So, well, uh, Baby Yoda is Star Wars now. They're going to figure that stuff out because uh, that has gone so big, and <laughs> we haven't even got to the point where official merch has been released yet. I mean, we're still a couple uh, weeks away from that, from official Baby Yoda stuff coming up. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we've got a uh, digital album to hook uh, you up with. Last week, the band Trivium released their album, What the Dead Men Say. It's really good. We'll get it to you. A uh, nice note for myself here, if you can beat Nick and Pop Culture Smackdown. All right, you want this album? It's time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. Big J will be asking all pop culture questions. You must supply the answers, and if you can defeat me, then that CD becomes your CD. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning. That ain't going to work at all. Sorry, sir. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Chad. All right, Chad. Good luck. Chad, if you traveled to Kodiak Island, which U.S. state would you be in? Alaska. Right. right. Nick, this gentleman was tasked with writing the theme to the movie Ghostbusters. Uh, Ray Parker Jr. Correct. Right. David Beckham is famous for playing what sport? Soccer. Right. Questionable about the sport part. Save the cheerleader, save the world was a tagline from what TV show? Heroes. That's correct. Right. Actress Christina Hendricks from Twin Falls, Idaho got her big break in Hollywood playing office manager Joan Harris in this show on AMC about the world of advertising in the 60s. Mad Men. Right. There you go. Uh, Nick, Wes Anderson's directorial debut wasn't, in fact, Rushmore, but this independent film. Bottle Rocket. Oh, man. Right. All right. Uh, how many standalone Iron Man movies have been released? <gasps> Three. Yes, right. that's correct. Nick, former members of GNR and Scott Weiland teamed up to do a cover of Money from Pink Floyd for this movie soundtrack. Ooh. Um, I don't know this one. How about uh, 21? No, what is 21? Oh, the, the Blackjack movie. Oh, no. Do you know, sir, on the phone? Um, oh, why would you? Uh, it's okay. You I don't, don't think have, I do. You don't have to know. Uh, the Italian job. 
The Italian guy. And why you'd ever know that, I don't know. But, you know, it needed to come to an end. That was the goal of the question, I believe. Congratulations, (laughs) man. You got yourself that uh, Trivium CD. Hold on tight, Chad. We'll get the information from you and send that out to you. And there's your pop culture smackdown. A run of headlines. Find themselves next in the (laughs) X-Rock. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Come on, people. So what? And hard pass. Come on, people. Only in a pandemic would you see this happen. Police in California say traffic on a busy stretch of highway came to a halt on Wednesday after somebody dropped a very large quantity of masks onto the road. The California Highway Patrol says that troopers stationed in Hayward got a call saying that masks have been spilled onto the southbound lanes of Interstate 880. The spill caused some delays as people stopped their vehicles to retrieve free masks, dude. The police wrote on Facebook, quote, CHP Hartford Hayward uh, reminds you to admit that it's never safe to step out of your vehicle on an active freeway. Please remain in your vehicles for your safety so that they can handle any debris calls, masks or otherwise. Plus cash. (laughs) Even still. Uh, Also, wouldn't like the fact that it's all over the road kind of uh, undo whatever. Is it the Corona Road? Uh, I don't know. But it certainly makes it dirty, yes? Yeah. So, it's not pristine shape. Like, I mean, would you pick up a mask? You don't know where it came from, right? Right. Would you pick up a mask on the road and use no, it? Right. No. But apparently some people would. I'm not mask desperate, though. You're not masperate? So what or hard pass? Hard pass. If you're hoping to get rid of a home, you really shouldn't tell people it's haunted. Sylvia McLean took to Facebook to share photos of a house in Louisiana asking somebody to please take the free house. Pay the cost to move it and restore it so new property can be built on the land. The post acknowledges that the home was built in the late 20s and early 30s. But former resident of the home, Don Vallett, says the spirit of her great-grandmother, Adele, lives in the home. Oh, Grandma. Hello from the other side. Don's family owned the home and her great-grandmother died in the front room in 1967. Don previously said, we believe Adele is the ghost. But she's not menacing at all. She was probably like four feet, nine inches, weighed about 100 pounds. She adds the ghost is known for jangling around pots on the stove. But other locals have compared the house to the Amityville house in New York, which is suspected of being very haunted. Now Sylvie is worried she may not be able to find somebody to take the house. Would you take a free haunted house, Big J? Ooh, ah, maybe. Knowing that the spirit seems to be pretty friendly. I mean, a five, a four foot nine grandma just rattling pots around. Yeah, I don't know. Would that bother you? Yeah, maybe. Because like to sleep at night. Well, and apparently it's not constant. And I think the pots have to be on the stove for her to rattle. I up. guess it would depend on the house. Well, it's free. I know, but you know, it so depend on the house. It's my guess is it's not in great condition. Okay, then no. Because if it was, they'd probably sell it for an actual, you know, monetary value. Wrap it up with so what. How would you feel, Big J, if somebody walked around in your neighborhood in a full plague doctor outfit? Be a little creepy. Police in England are on the search for a person who's been seen walking the streets in a 17th century plague doctor outfit as the lockdown continues in that country. The unidentified person has been spotted wearing a long black cloak, a hat, a pointed beak-like mask in recent weeks. Police say officers have been made aware of the individual who was walking around. And wearing the outfit, although no offense has been committed at the time, officers want to trace the individual in order to provide words of advice about the implications of his actions on the local community. Should any further information come forward, we will act accordingly. Is it that big of a deal, though? 
I don't know. It seems like a little, a little crazy. I mean, I you guys just cosplaying, you know? Right. I mean, is it any crazier than the guy that had the pool stuff on his head at the Costco in Caldwell? I don't know. I mean, we're all just trying to get through this, and if that helps immensely, why the hell not? And you know, I mean, it's not really doing anybody else any harm, right? Yeah. Just it's causing like out there walking around naked. Just causing distress uh, for other people might not shouldn't really be legal, maybe. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There be your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Here's traffic. Will Mushroom Head be retired as your cage match champion? That is the question the Treasure Valley wants to know, and it is actually entirely up to the Treasure Valley. Cage match coming up in a few minutes, but first we're going to take one final look inside the X Workforce Traffic Center. CB, what's up? It's normal freeway speeds on eastbound I-84 between Napa and Boise. So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we'll be happy to hook you up with a uh, nice, brand new digital copy of the band Trivium's latest album, What the Dead Men Say. If you can figure out bad impressions here this morning. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003 for that digital download that is up for grabs. Bad Impressions works this way. Big J has got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, then you will get a direct download emailed to you along with a personal note from Big J. And everything will be better for you. Now, yesterday, the person that won only needed one clue, Big J. Yeah. If you had to guess, will somebody get it in one clue today? Uh, Well, I could make that happen. Well, no, well, I'm yeah, according yeah. to your clues. Well, go ahead, yes. You don't have to make it happen. I wanted to see how many oh, clues you yeah. thought of it. There. Two, two. We'll take two. Hello, the X. Hey, how we doing? We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? Kurt. All right, Kurt. Good luck. I named my production company Seven Buck Production Company. Seven bucks, huh? You need one more. Can you smell what I'm cooking? Uh, we're going with the rock. There you go. Always a good guess on on Bad Impressions. As predicted. For The Rock. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. What was clue three? I don't know. Oh. I didn't even write anything down. Uh, The Always Prepared Big J. And why is The Rock in the news? Listen, tomorrow is Dwayne The Rock Johnson's birthday. How will he celebrate? Uh, Probably some tequila. I don't know if it falls on his cheat day or not, but uh, he's been uh, quarantined up with his family. I've been singing uh, lullabies to his daughter, which is adorable. And practicing making babies. All right. How old do you think he's going to be? Do you know how old the uh, rock I be? don't. I'm going to guess 46. Close. He'll be turning 48 years old. 48. Happy I birthday. mean, and very young in comparison to some of the other action people that are still making movies. That's true. He's still got 30 years of work to do. That's true. He might be younger than Jason Statham. Is that right? Is he? No. No way. Right. Jason Statham is going to be in his 50s. What? Well, that's what I said. I asked if he was younger, and you said no. Oh, no The way. Rock is younger yes. than Jason Statham? Yeah, yeah, for okay. sure. Let's make it sure. Uh, so, happy birthday, The Rock. I'm sure he's got plenty of things lined yeah. up. He's just got to wait to get back to work. Statham's 52. There you go. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up this show here next on the X-Rock. Papa Roach and help here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's how we're wrapping up the old broadcast today. Thanks for hanging out with us. On this first day of May, it was pretty awesome to do that this week. And it's going to wrap it up for the week while we were at it. Big J, we need a winner declared for the cage match, please. Well, we can retire Mushroom Head. Well, all right. Uh, why don't you give it the retirement speech then, Big J? Uh, thanks. We'll see you down the road. Here's a watch. 
No, we're not giving them a watch. Oh, okay. Can't afford that. But congratulations to Mushroom Head on their retirement. They ran the gamut this week, knocking off Trivium earlier this week to become the new champion and then ran it all the way through the week. So congratulations. Two new challengers coming your way on Monday for a cage match. That's how that's going to work. Yeah. Uh, we also had a chance to uh, give Big J some candle tips to you today. Over the course of the show, we learned how important teachers were here in America. It took us some time, but finally we figured it out, which is always nice. And I think it was a pretty good Friday show. Big J, agree or disagree? Agreed, man. We even did a Facebook Live during the show today. Yeah. Which you can check out on the X's Facebook page if you would like. That leaves you with the floor, sir. Yeah, just uh, remember as the uh, the state uh, slowly ba- opens back up to doing business, uh, to uh, you know take upon yourself the personal responsibility of uh, trying to uh, to ease people's tensions and you know wear a mask when you go out in public if you can and, and keep your distance from people and do your best at washing your hands and staying healthy. Yeah, don't be gross and try not to be gross around other people and be kind. You know, yeah. I mean, one way or the other, we we all got to live together whether we disagree with one another or not. So try to be nice. Advice for Big J as we wrap up the week. We will see you on Monday. Jason Drew is up next. Have a good one. It's the X Rock.